Chew Money Podcast, the Wild Card Round Edition. Joseph White here alongside Mr. Ryan Paulson, set to take you through the first ever expanded Wild Card Round. Three games a day, all the money to be made. Why, Ryan? Because Daddy still needs a new pair of shoes. 100%. We are really up against the clock now. We've got to go. Just a couple rounds left, but a, a solid week last week. Another positive week in an otherwise positive year uh, for the Shoe Money Boys, finding something to be positive about. Uh, you know, hey, hey, at least fantasy-wise, we're making money, and and you got to love that. Listen, when you can jam in Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry into the same lineups, you do it and you print. Absolutely. Uh, maybe not this week, though, uh, and we'll get to that when we get to running back. Uh, one of those guys makes my list. The other one I'm not so sure about. Uh, but we will get there on. Uh, we will get there when we get to running back. Let's not skip quarterback though. Uh, where we start at the top, Mr. Paulson. Um, this is a strange bit of uh, a week for me, and I feel like I say that a lot. Um, but I find that uh, I'm not writing down as many names this week as uh, as I may have expected to. Um, though quarterback we start at the top and those top two guys are two guys i really really like lamar jackson seventy eight hundred dollars um that tennessee defense is burnable and if if lamar is is going to you know rush 11 times a game then uh, I, I i you know at least by the way i think you got to feel pretty good about lamar jackson here against uh that tennessee defense yeah uh i do however I think I prefer Josh Allen just because I think he has way more upside with his arm and he can run in for touchdowns just like Lamar. Maybe he won't run for as many yards. Maybe he won't have as many attempts. But what Josh Allen can do with his arm combined with the running equity and he's a little bit cheaper, I, I think I prefer Josh Allen. How about you? Uh, yeah, you know, that's it's hard because there are stats on both sides here. You know, Josh Allen um, is, is playing Indianapolis, who's 26th against fantasy quarterbacks. Lamar Jackson going up against Tennessee, as I mentioned, 14th against fantasy quarterbacks. That said, Deshaun Watson put up 30 points last week against Tennessee. So Lamar Jackson sliding into that spot, I, I you know, I, I think you feel pretty good about that. He is more expensive. He also does have some some tough history against these Titans. Uh, see last year's playoffs, right? So, I guess probably Josh Allen, home, the matchup statistics say are better. You know, trust the numbers here. I, I think you're probably right. He's cheaper and he's got the on paper better matchup. So probably Josh Allen. But I, I think it's a six to five and pick him situation here. Yeah, I think if I were building two lineups for the weekend slate, uh, it would be one of each, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, moving further down, I think the interest level drops off significantly for me as I see, like, it seems like the next most popular is also going to be the next most expensive, and that'll be Tom Brady at a very nice price of 6.9K. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a Brady guy here. Um... I just, you know, I, I know his numbers have been great the last couple weeks. Uh, 26 against Atlanta, 33 against Detroit, 34 against uh, Atlanta. But that's Atlanta, Detroit, and Atlanta. Um, Atlanta's playing better defense at the end of the year, but um, still kind of Atlanta's D. Not not something, you know, I, I think you can take a whole lot away from. 
So Brady against Washington, who's got a legit defense. I don't think Washington scores any points, but the football team's got a legit defense and they've got a legit pass rush to get after Brady. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not interested there. Russell Wilson, 6,700 with the lowest over under on the slate under 43. Um, hasn't really been putting up um, a ton of points here. He's been under 20 each of his last three games. No thanks. Tannehill, some interest there, 6,600. Um, he's kind of he's kind of in an on and off situation, right? Week 13, 31 points. Week 14, 16. Week 15, 37. Week 16, 18. Last week, 29 or 28 points. Um, but for me. Pretty much everybody is is a is a pass. Maybe a little bit of Philip Rivers at fifty five hundred, thinking they're going to be chasing in that game. Um, but I don't really check in again until John Walford forty nine hundred. I have some interest there, but I imagine you know we've we've got some. I imagine you've got some other things to say before we get to John Walford. Yeah, I mean, if it is Walford, I do have some interest there, just because we saw him do it with his legs a little bit. And if you have rushing equity with the cheapest quarterback on the slate, that's going to keep him in play, especially on Saturday-only types of slates. Um, aside from that, I definitely have interest in Ben Roethlisberger at 6.1K because I really don't think they want to run the ball that much. And he's got a lot of weapons at his disposal. Juju, Claypool, of course, Deontay Johnson. I kind of like Ben double stacks, especially Sunday only. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, that I, I hadn't really considered Ben, and he, and he did put up 28 points in, in week 16. Um, I just, I, I never know what to make of that entire offense, especially right now. Um, Cleveland's got a solid defense, but they've they've got a ton of problems, right? I mean, that Sunday night matchup is, is now marred by, uh, by, by the coronavirus. Um, so that's tough. And, and to your point, um, and, and thank you for mentioning it. I should have said, yes, it, if it's John Walford, I have some interest there, um, for the same exact reasons you do. I have absolutely zero interest in Jared Goff if it's him. Yeah. I mean, Goff is $1,100 more, but we don't really see him run very much. So yeah, it, it's more about the fact that Walford can do it a little bit with his legs and you get a significant price decrease to be able to get him into your lineups. Yeah. I mean, you're basically being the floor with a quarterback. Right. So on this slate, especially Saturday only, that value really plays a big factor. Yep. Uh, should we should we mention that Drew Brees is $5,700? Yeah, he's rating out well in terms of projections, but I still respect the Chicago defense. They can generate a lot of pressure, but granted, the Saints have one of the best offensive lines in football. It's just we know Drew Brees is out of gas. Like, this is it. So, you know, I might have some shares of him. It's indoors. Saints have a really high team total tied with the Bills for number one right now from what I'm seeing. Oh, no, uh, Baltimore's right there too. Mm -hmm. So, yes, theoretically I have interest there. Michael Thomas is back. Looks like Alvin Kamara will be able to play. Uh, that makes me like him a lot more, yes. Um, we mentioned Rivers. For me, Mayfield and Trubisky are both kind of passes here. I, I don't like Mitch Trubisky on the road, even even this year against that defense. Uh, and I have no interest in Alex Smith. Any any disagreement there? 
no disagreements at all. Baker's like an easy pass for me. Uh, even if the whole team was healthy and Stefanski was able to coach, mm-hmm. I'd have no interest, even in the optimal scenario in this matchup. All right. Uh, anything else there before we move to running back? Any Taysom uh, Hill Josh shares? Allen. Josh Allen's pretty good. <laughs> all right. Uh, running back, uh, we, we touched on two of the headliners at the, at the top, Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor. Um, I just, I just don't know about Derrick Henry. He's $9,200, which I mean, look, it's, it's, it's coming off a 40 point game and getting a $200 price decrease. Um, so it, it's, it's hard to find fault in anyone who plays him and I'm certainly going to have shares of him. I just feel like I'm... You know, I, I may want to pay up for Josh Allen. I may want to get Jonathan Taylor and make certain he's in there because Buffalo is 23rd against the run, and and that's a great matchup for an emerging rookie running back. I may need to pay up at, at tight end. I may want to pay up at tight end. I don't think you need to this week. Um, so Derrick Henry feels like somebody you got to have in multiple lineups, but he's really expensive. And he's the focal point that that um, that a good coaching staff is going to know they need to need to stop. Yeah, you made just a, the perfect point that I was going to echo myself. Uh, I'm building multiple lineups. I will have Derrick Henry. He will not be a priority for my main lineups. Maybe FanDuel, not DraftKings, just because the opportunity cost could be really big. Because you're going to have to get a whole lot of value just to get him in. So. At 9,200, when, yes, he doesn't really catch very many passes in a full-point PPR format, he can get the bonus. He did it last week. He can get you two touchdowns. That's fine. And you made another good point. Baltimore is a good defense. They will key in on Derrick Henry. So I'll have shares, but he's not a priority spent. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we do with Alvin Kamara? Coming coming back from, from positive COVID tests. Uh, looks like he will be able to play. He's also, you know, the last time we saw him on a field, he put up 60. So um, he's $8,500. That's pretty expensive. I'm not sure what to do here. Yeah, I mean, theoretically, he's an amazing play this week. He's at home, big favorite, going to catch a lot of balls from Drew Brees. We like that. Coming off a big game where they utilized him at the goal line. You know, six times. <laughs> um, there is the COVID thing. And from what I'm seeing already, he's going to seemingly be very popular, like the most popular running back on the slate. Mm. That makes me nervous. Yeah. So if that's really going to be the case, and I'm looking at like 40% projected ownership for the full six game weekend slate, that looks like a, a candidate where I'm going to come away under that. If I build five teams and I get them on one, I feel pretty good there. Yeah, and I I want to say like I, I hate that this is even a consideration, right? Um, that that this is where we are, um, you know, and, and obviously obviously we wish you know Alvin Kamara the best, right? I mean that 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 should have to be unsaid, but I do feel like saying it because it, it feels weird, you know, evaluating it as you know I, I guess we do it every week, right? We evaluate injuries and players coming back off injuries, you know, the deadly virus feels feels differently. Um, to to evaluate and it, it, there's an extra layer of of I don't know something to it. So you know we obviously hope that that we hope for the best for for Kamara and everyone everyone you know around him. Um, it's just you know it, when you when you look at the cold statistics of of playing DraftKings right at eighty five hundred dollars with with a little bit of unknown. Um, I mean maybe you know maybe this game gets away from Chicago and it's it's Latavius Murray because 
you know, the, the Saints don't don't need to, to do much with Kamara. Maybe they work him back in. It's just slowly. There's just some unknown there at 8,500. Um, I'm not sure I, I want to play him. Yep, totally makes sense. We don't really know what kind of conditions he's in. Right. You know, obviously, if he's going to suit up this quickly, he, he's most likely very, very fine. Yeah. But, you know, can he handle a full workload? Do the Saints give him a full workload? Right. His price is up from where it was for the last month or two of the season, and he's going to be popular. Add all of that together, I think we might find better point-per-dollar options. Right. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's a smash, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah. I mean, he is the offense now. Earlier this year, they had Marlon Mack in the mix. Then he went down, and they gave Taylor more work, but still had a lot of Naeem Hines, a lot of Jordan Wilkins. As the season's gone on, Wilkins is phased out, and Naeem Hines has become more of the passing down specialist like we've been used to the past couple of seasons. I think that they know Frank Reich's a very smart coach. Their best chance here is to ride Jonathan Taylor and try to keep Josh Allen off the field. Uh, I got to like him at 8K. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Totally agree. Uh, below him, David Montgomery gets uh, gets an $800 price drop after after dropping 28 on Green Bay uh, in a game that was 35-16. So, you know, he... He put 28 up in a game that that you know uh, Chicago lost comfortably. If I can if I can mix uh, you know if if I can say that poorly, saying a lot poorly currently. Um, so I I feel like he's he's a little bit of flow proof here. So uh, even though the matchup is tough, uh, Saints first against fantasy running backs. I like him under 7K. Yeah, nine targets for nine catches last week. How do you not like that, mm-hmm. my man? I yep. mean, you play DraftKings, that is amazing for 7K. And he's getting 22-plus touches in each of the last three weeks. The Bears, like the Colts, know that their best chance to win is not in the arm of their quarterback, but it is on the legs of their running back. So, yep. you know, I, I like him in game stacks. I think he is the Bears piece that I like the most. Talk to me about what we do underneath this, because, you know, Chubb may be relied on, but it's a tough matchup. J.K. Dobbins, that's an expensive play, though he's $100 cheaper than when he put up 31, and Tennessee is, as I said, burnable. Um, You know, Chris Carson is under 6K, but that's a tough matchup in a game with a tough number. You know, Gibson, Jones, Akers, I'm not, I just, I don't know what to do here. Yeah, so the problem with guys like Chubb and Dobbins, they don't really catch a lot of passes. And you're really banking on them, getting a lot of volume on the ground, hopefully the 100-yard bonus, but at least a touchdown or two. So I like Dobbins a little bit more than Chubb, I think, just because I think Baltimore is going to win this game, and he's good leverage off of Lamar Jackson and the passing game stacks. Mm -hmm. So uh, some interest there. Carson... Man, I wish I knew that Seattle was fully committed to him being their guy. The last couple of weeks, the usage really hasn't been there because 6K for Chris Carson, the last couple of years, we'd be like, yeah, sign me up for a lot of that. Right. But, man, the production has not been there. He hasn't hit a decent game in like a month. And that really worries me because he has been battling injuries and they have been mixing in other guys. So 
not really super into Carson. I mean, same thing with Antonio Gibson. Yeah. If he gets all the work, that's great. He can get 25 touches. This is a really tough defense, but he doesn't catch passes either. And that could be a death knell in the DraftKings full-point PPR format. Mm -hmm. But all of these guys in this range are kind of in that boat. Personally, right. my favorite is Cam, Cam Akers. I think I think that's the one uh, of all of those. Um, you know, coming back from from a week sixteen injury, he got twenty one carries last week. Didn't do a lot, um, but it was the first week with John Walford at quarterback. So, you know, if it's Goff, maybe some more things are open. If it's Walford, maybe some more things are schemed. You know, and and there's a better understanding of of what we're doing here offensively in, in a second week. So I think fifty one hundred. He's the one you like. Um, and I'll also say, you know, Kareem Hunt at 4800 isn't a bad price. I mean, under 5K, if that game starts to get away, he could he could catch some passes as as Cleveland tries to catch up. Yeah, I think Kareem Hunt is interesting because obviously he's kind of sputtering to the finish line here, but so are the Browns. And right. we're getting a nice price decrease on him under 5K at a running back position that obviously don't really feel super great about. Nope. So you're going to have to make some uncomfortable plays. And when you're going to do that, you're going to spend all the way up to Nick Chubb at 6700 or are you going to go 2K less and get Kareem Hunt? Yep. To me, give me the cheaper guy. So I like that. Uh, I do kind of like Ronald Jones. Ideally, Tampa Bay going to run the football a lot. They will give him 20-plus carries. And I don't know about you, but as much as I respect Washington's defense, I expect Tampa to play really well on Saturday night. I so, think so I think it shaped up well for Ronald Jones. Yep. And, and the only other name I'll mention, um, is uh, with the same theory as hunt. Um, they're behind, they're throwing the ball. If you're not playing Jonathan Taylor, Naeem Hines is, is interesting because he's only $4,700. And, and if he catches a couple balls, maybe stumbles into the end zone, um, that, that, that could work. He's, he's gotten to at least double digits, it, you know, every week except one since week 12. Um, I, th I think at, at, at that price, you can feel okay. Yeah, I love that DraftKings priced, like, the pass-catching backs within $200 of each other. You got McKissick, Hunt, and Hines mm -hmm. all within the same range. And then you guys got, you got like, Chubb and Dobbins and Carson, and they don't catch passes. Gibson doesn't catch passes. And they're all in the same range, too. Right. So, very interesting build this week. Anyone else before we move on? Uh, play Cam Akers. <laughs> All right. Uh, we go now to wide receiver, where the top of the board is $7,700. Stefan Diggs, who gets on paper a great matchup at home. Uh, Indianapolis on the whole is 21st against the pass. I do like their corners, though, um, and he's obviously going to be the focal point of those corners. Um, I, I feel like... I feel like under 8K is still a pretty good price because um, he's just a target monster. He's got such a connection with Allen. Uh, I think you have to like Diggs. In, even, uh, I think you have to like Diggs, period. Oh, I love him. Love him. Um, I think I'll build multiple Josh Allen lineups. I'll probably do one with him, one without, and then probably get Diggs by himself on another team. Mm -hmm. That's usually how I try to shape it. You know, he's only 7.7K at the high end of the range, which is interesting because 
you're not really going out of your way to spend up for a Devonte Adams this week. You know, if you go to the top, it's only 7.7 K, which makes everything else a little bit easier to build around. Yep. So, I mean, look, this won't be any secret to anybody, but Josh Allen to digs with Jonathan Taylor and, or T Y Hilton coming back. I love that game yep. stack. Yeah. I uh, totally agree. Um, and then after that, things kind of cool off for me. I mean, I like AJ Brown. Um, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't expect, I think Baltimore is very dangerous now that they're in the playoffs, but I don't expect them to at any point be, um, I mean, well, even, even, even if they are up two touchdowns, right, this is still an AJ Brown game chasing. I, I just, I feel like we're going to get a representative look at, at, at the Titans offense. So AJ Brown's going to obviously be involved. He's, he's 7,100. That's a pretty pretty good price, you know, considering um, considering how much of a focal point of that offense and certainly that passing game he is. And then after that, I mean, can you play Godwin? Sure. Can you play Lockett and Metcalf? I mean, I guess they're, they're cheaper. Um, but there's nothing I, there's nothing, let me say this, there's nothing beyond digs that I get really excited about playing. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I don't think we have any clarification on Evans. If he were to sit, that would definitely increase my interest in both Godwin and Antonio Brown. Yep, but totally as fair. Of now, you know, that's not like the, the sexiest game environment, and we don't love Brady. We respect Washington's defense. So as of now, that's kind of a wait and see. You know, if they're all healthy, I'm not sure how much I'm going to get to Tampa Bay's receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like A.J. Brown. If I can do Lamar and Derrick Henry and feel comfortable about the rest of my team, I will. Otherwise, I would do Lamar and A.J. Brown yep. as a game stack. Mm-hmm. Lock it too priced up based off of one finally good game in like six weeks. Right. If I'm taking a shot at the Seattle receiver, it's DK Metcalf. I don't care how bad he's been. I don't care about Jalen Ramsey. He's been really good against DK both times this year, but mm-hmm. I'll still bet on the talent that DK could pull down 100 yards and two touchdowns. Yep. Um, Allen Robinson seems too cheap, and Marshawn Lattimore hasn't been very good this year. He's he was the next one I, I had written down. Um, f- you know, f- for that reason, he's just too cheap. Um, you, you're absolutely right about Godwin and Evans. By the way, that's something to monitor. Uh, Sixty-four hundred dollar Michael Thomas. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean it's. You know, he was he was a nine thousand dollar wide receiver week one, and I know that you know things have been a little different with this team, but, uh, he was $9,000 week one and he's Michael Thomas coming back. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's yes. Yes. Take that. Yeah. And he's a guy that you can play by himself. You don't need to play Drew Brees. Like Michael Thomas could grab you 10 balls for a hundred yards and you feel pretty good about yourself. Yep. So I, from what I've gathered, the Saints had this whole thing playing out exactly like this. Let's rest Michael Thomas until the wild card and just bring him back as healthy as possible. Mm-hmm. So, if he suits up this weekend, I'm assuming he's good to go. Yep. Well, I mean, I get it. They moved through Alvin Kamara, but ideally, they moved through Michael Thomas. So, love him. Uh, how do we feel about the Washington passing offense as a whole? I don't feel great about it, except Terry McLaurin's $6,300, and I expect Washington to have to throw. And, yeah. and on paper, Tampa Bay is a great matchup. So, um, I, I, I think, I think you got to play Terry McLaurin. Interesting. Okay. That's, that's conviction. I like that. 
I just, I mean, you know, he is when he's healthy and and he's he's carrying a questionable designation, but but of course he'll play. I would certainly think. You know, when he's healthy, he's got 20 targets in his last two games. Um, he's he's been up and down all year, but but the but the the game flow and the matchup are both positives here. Um, and he's sixty three hundred dollars, so I think I think he's a good solid play. Yeah, it's a good price. Uh, I love Deontay Johnson, a hundred dollars cheaper. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the, the targets, the targets, the targets, the targets. Very I high just, ceiling with with Deontay. Uh, you take out week 17 where Pittsburgh had nothing to play for. Deontay's previous targets were 14, 13, 7, 12, 13, 16, 11, and 10. Yep. Yep. Totally That's what you agree. pay for. Volume, you, you know? And look, they're not targeting him down the field by any means, but for 6,200 bucks, you don't really need a huge game and you can really bank on the volume there. So I like him quite a bit. Yep. Um, if Goff is playing, I'd have more interest in Woods and Cup, but that's still pretty moderate. Uh, I will say there is a narrative, and it is a narrative. It is it is soundly unproven. Uh, Cooper Cup at six K back in the lineup if it's Walford is interesting as a safety valve. Um, sure, and but that's that's it. Um, and I if if it's Walford, I don't want Woods. Uh, I would have some interest in Cup. If it's Goff, I have some tepid interest in both of them. Um, but I, I like other guys around here in that same number. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, do you like any of the Cleveland Browns wide receivers? No, I didn't. Yeah. I, I didn't before, uh, before the coaching news. I don't still. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I like Juju. He's kind of a less sexy Deontay, you know, similar targets, but. You know, I'd rather play Deontay or go a little cheaper to Claypool, who mm-hmm. I do like as a, you know, high upside tournament guy. And listen, man, my guy, Marquise Brown. He's on my list. finally clicking. He's finally clicking. He's on my list. He's $5,400. Tennessee is 31st against the pass. They are absolutely burnable. I really, really like Hollywood Brown this week. I know I'm not on video, Joe, and our podcast listeners can't see me anyway, but I'm snapping. I'm ready. <laughs> Let's go um i also like cole beasley at 5300 uh thinking you know narrative uh digs gets the attention beasley can pick up targets and ppr numbers and and you know be 5300 dollars. i do believe we are waiting on injury news from him correct yes. yes yes questionable uh as of today with a knee injury this is obviously assuming we get we get positive news on that front before game time yeah, if he were to sit, I would definitely have a lot of interest in 4.7K John Brown. Yes. Yep. Yep. And so just to give the listeners some if-then statements, just because a lot of these teams are playing this close to the vest until game time, and I can't blame them. And so. look, I mean, you, you mentioned John Brown. Um, yeah, he came back last week and, and, and caught a touchdown, you know, uh, 17 points. And you look back, he's had, he's had some health you know, uh, concerns obviously, but 19, 18, eight, couple games, couple games, three, 17, 13. I mean, he's, he's only had one game under eight points at $4,700. I, I think he's an interesting play regardless of Beasley, but def, but especially if Beasley is, is out. 
Yeah, I think we're looking at a situation that if Beasley is out, John Brown is very popular, and if Beasley is in, John Brown's ownership almost disappears. And I think so. I, I think that leverage that creates is very interesting. Yeah, I think I think you can play Brown even if Beasley is in. Um, yep. We mentioned Ty Hilton. I I agree with you. Uh, he he's a very interesting play there in in game stacks. Uh, and beyond that, there's nobody else I'm really interested in. Yeah, I mean, if you're not sold on the Titans moving it through Derrick Henry or A.J. Brown, Corey Davis is cheap, but he is falling off dramatically with his early season production. Yeah. So can't blame anybody for being skittish there. And this is really the shape of the slate is that don't really feel great with any cheap wide receivers. So when that's the case, how the hell do you get up to Derrick Henry and Alvin Kamara? Right. So... I do find myself going in the mid-range of running back, and you know, then you can get a guy like Diggs and then mm-hmm. spend in the mid-range for your other receivers. So that's just where the builds are taking me so far. Yep, what'll help a bit is some value at tight end, and I, I think there is one glaring piece of value at tight end. Um, but we'll start at the top with Mark Andrews at $5,200, which I, I think is a very good price against against this Tennessee defense. Um, if if you're not playing Hollywood Brown, I think Mark Andrews is is a very good play, even at 5200 uh, at tight end. I, you know, it's more than I generally pay for a tight end, but I think that's a square number. Um, and then Logan Thomas is 4900. Our boy climbing all the way through this season from 2800 dollars week one to now a 4900 dollar playoff option. I love both of these guys at the top. I think Logan Thomas has earned every bit of this price tag, especially with Alex Smith under center. 34 targets in his last three games. Yeah, and I know we're still waiting on the Alex Smith news, and even if it's Heineke, it's the safety valve narrative that Logan Thomas is much safer, so I expect him to be in the mix regardless. So I love both of these guys, but you know, for 17 weeks, we've been talking about how we like to save a tight end. And easily the two best plays at tight end are these two guys. So it's just a weird week. It's a very weird construction. And I think there are cheaper guys that are in play that we're about to get to, but uh, my two favorite are easily Andrews and Thomas. Yeah. You know, Jared cook is, is just a super solid play. Um, He's gone over 11 points in four of his last five, but Michael Thomas is coming back now. um, And, and I'd rather pay 300 more dollars to get Logan Thomas. Um, I'll let you, if you'd like to talk about Gronk Hooper was on my list at 3,900, but with all the news that's, that's going that that's, that's coming out of Cleveland. I'm not sure I like that. And so I don't check back in until three K. So feel free to jump in on, on any and all in between. Cook is going to be a pass because I think Michael Thomas is going to just take some of that usage that Cook has been getting with Gronk. You know, look, I faded him on the three-game Saturday slate, and he caught two touchdowns on, like, very limited target volume. I'm okay if that beats me because he's just not a focal point of the offense. And if all the receivers are healthy, he's an easy pass for me, Mm -hmm. which could be dangerous last words. Uh, I kind of like Hooper just because the way I'm looking at it, if I'm doing a Ben stack and I want to bring it back with a Cleveland piece and I don't love tight end, Hooper's fine, you know. Yeah, he's TJ Hawkinson levels of fine. Now that TJ Hawkinson is out of our lives, I got to get a new fine guy. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Eric Ebron also just okay. You're hoping for a touchdown there, and he's cheap. I kind of like Jonu Smith because I think Tennessee's going to have to throw. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That that will play straight into the um, straight into the expected flow. You know, I, I don't expect Baltimore to be up, but they're certainly favored, and the over under is the highest uh, on the slate. So um, I, I don't I don't think you expect it to be a solely Derrick Henry game there. There will be certain uh, a certain significant amount of passing game involvement. So Jonu Smith's there. Um, Dawson Knox. Oh yeah, if 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 I'm taking a, a Bills tight end and I do, um, Dawson Knox is always the one. Um, if he falls into the end zone, he's paying he's paying off the price. Um, Twelve targets in his last two. Uh, I'm going to skip Gerald Everett here, and I'm just going to land on on what is the value for me, and that's that's Cole Komet at 3K. He's got 14 targets in his last two. You're hoping for a touchdown, um, but he caught seven of eight targets last week for 41 yards. Um, they're going to be throwing the ball. I like Cole Komet. Oh, me too. That's our boy right there. Yeah. He, he was like Logan Thomas of the second half of the season for us. Yes. Both of our guys were in play this weekend. You gotta love that. You gotta love that. Uh, anyone underneath that? I don't think so. I don't think you really need to get much cuter than that, especially when I like Cole Kmet and Johnu enough that you know you can just jam one of these guys in and just hope they get into the end zone. Yeah. And I doubt that tight end is going to be the position that wins all the money this weekend. Right. So just try to get in as cheap as possible and just get out of there. That's it. All right, defense. Um, I, I think there's a there's there's one that just jumps out, and that's Seattle at twenty seven hundred dollars against either of the Rams quarterbacks. Um, you know, I, I just think you know, nine points in Week sixteen is what Seattle pulled down. They're getting better as a defense. The Rams offense, I'm not sure they're getting better uh, as we as we head later into the season. So I, I, I that's pretty much. My defense, $2,700 for the Seahawks. Um, sack numbers alone, 2400 for the Washington football team is interesting, uh, but that's a punt and hope option if you need it. You literally just took all the words completely right out of my mouth, my friend. Um, Seattle is the team I feel most comfortable with for every reason that you just mentioned. If you need the, the extra $300 to fit your team, it's Washington for me as well. Uh, I guess to like the same extent, the Titans for 2,200, even though they're really bad, if they like fit everything else you want, that's fine. And look, if you're playing with unlimited money somehow, sure. Get the bucks, get the Steelers, get the saints. They're all great plays. No one's going to tell you otherwise. I don't know where you're getting the money for that. I don't either. In fact, I, I don't think you are. So, right. So it's Seattle, just like you mentioned. Yep. All right, so drop the music. We'll hear Seattle's name again in one second. Uh, Mr. Paulson, take us through your favorite plays of the week. Josh Challen highlights my quarterback plays. I do like Lamar Jackson, and if you're going cheaper than that, Big Ben is my favorite. At running back, yeah. I mean, get your Derrick Henry, get your Alvin Kamara. I like Jonathan Taylor as my spend in that Buffalo game stack, and if I'm going cheaper, I like Cam Akers. Play Cam Akers. Stefan Diggs at wide receiver, Michael Thomas at 6,400. Man, that price. Just saying that out loud mm-hmm. is just a beautiful thing there. And uh, Hollywood Brown, 5,400. You need that cheapie. So yep. grab him. Tight end, Logan Thomas at the top. 
and uh, our boy Cole Komet in the mid-range and then defense. Yeah, just play Seattle. Yep, very, very uh, similar here. Allen at quarterback, Taylor and David Montgomery at running back. Diggs, Hollywood Brown, Michael Thomas, Deontay Johnson, wide receivers, out of order. Uh, Andrews, Thomas, Komet at tight end, and Seattle at defense with a punt on Washington if you need it. It's the football weekend you've all been dreaming of. Three games, both days. Woo! Good luck, everybody. <laughs>